Cool. All right, we're already starting. Uh, this is me, I'm Reggio. And I'm Billy Tessier. And today we're here talking about Batman Birth of the Demon. It's an awesome book. It's about, uh, or, wait, 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 no, it's by, um... Dennis O'Neill yep. and Norm Brayfogle. That's how you pronounce it, yep. Uh, the book is about, most of the book is about Ra's al Ghul's uh, backstory and how he came to be this super evil, possessed World, by demon. World conquering kind of guy. Yeah, weird guy. And uh, how Batman sort of like tracks him down, leads him up, kills him, does some cool stuff with uh, Lazarus Piss. Yeah, cool thwarts him all the time for years. Yeah. Uh, but first, words about the uh, the author, or the writer, I should say. Yes. So Dennis O'Neill was a very influential writer. He wrote many Justice League comics, including The Green Arrow, The Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, and even Shazam. He's very well known in the DC universe. He was the one who introduced Ra's al Ghul to the Batman mythos, creating one of the greatest and most popular villains. Yes, um, also the artist, Norm Brayfogle, uh, he was a dude who was also pretty cool, pretty well known, uh, but he was, he was very unique in his art style. Uh, he, uh, he, he, this was his first collaboration with Dennis, Dennis O'Neill, though, but uh, he had many other collaborations with like Alan Grant, John Wagner. He's a pretty big veteran for DC, Marvel, Eclipse, Valiant, and like he's just like very well-rounded, and he's known pretty much everywhere. He yeah, did um, most of the Batman Unlimited series. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He. Uh, he did a lot of stuff for the early Detective Comics and uh, Batman and uh, Shadow of the Bat in the late 1980s. Uh, and uh, let's see. So Batman has been tracking down Ra's al Ghul for years. He's been hunting down every single Lazarus pit he can find. Lazarus pits are made up of various poisons and chemicals, but they're put on certain parts of the earth where ley lines meet with mystical energy. This mystical energy allows people to yeah. like come back to yeah. life or like immortality, be young again. Yeah, that's which is why Ra's al Ghul is like 500 years old and somehow still alive. Yeah. He basically goes into Lazarus Fist, and when you come out, you're like a monster for like 20 seconds. Yeah, you have like this bloodlust. Yeah, you just want to kill people. It's, it's pretty weird. Uh, but Batman is trying to prevent Razzle from becoming mortal, so he's like camping out at each of the Lazarus pits so that the men doesn't, or like his henchmen don't come over. And, I don't know how they even do it. Do they like they, they dig scoop the pit. up? Yeah, they, they dig w- the pit, but like, do they bring the pit to him? Or no, no, they wouldn't. 
No. Because it's coming out of the earth, right? They just want them to get it ready for him, so that way when he arrives, he can bathe in the pit and become young again, because he's kind of a decrepit old man by now. Yeah, so Batman's trying to stop him, and he's going a little crazy. Uh, He's, like, getting a fever. He's freaking out at Alfred. He's not doing too well. Yeah, he hasn't been doing too high. He's just been struggling all around. He's been chasing every single loose end down. Yeah, and at one of the Lazarus pits, he finds uh, Talia. Yeah, Talia al Ghul. Yeah, which is uh, Ra's al Ghul's daughter. And they, like, almost discuss Ra's al Ghul's backstory, which is the transition into his actual backstory. Uh, And then it goes back to, like, this... Ancient, yeah, almost Egyptian-looking kind of time. It's an unknown yeah. language completely. Yeah, we don't really know where it is, but it's like desert-like. Yeah, it's just some Everything unknown really sultanate. Yeah, don't know what's really going on, but they explain it. It's like a kingdom. And there's a, a sultan. Yeah, it's just a random like a sultan, some kind of monarchy. Yeah. So. Thousands of years ago, he was the physician for the Sultan, and he was racing with the king, the Sultan's son. And within that race, the Sultan's son trampled an old lady, just oh, yeah. kept on riding, left and her for dead. Yeah, and the physician uh, kind of dodged him, yeah, and ended up trying to save him. Yeah, she went back for it. He went back for her to help her. And who's this this dude right here? The old lady's grandson tries to to kill him because she's already doomed for death. Um, And he accepts his fate. He sees that, like, he's done a crime even though he wasn't the one that trampled over it. And, yeah, the grandson's kind of like a little... He's pretty, he's pretty mad at him because he thinks, well, you just killed my grandmother. So he's, uh, he's like ready to kill him, but then... Uh, as soon as he's ready to execute the position, someone bursts through the door telling him the Salim's son has fallen gravely ill. Oh, Salim, that's what it was, not Sultan. So, yep, so uh, then he goes over to try to take care of him. He sees that he's so gravely ill that he can't even do anything. So he, he rides off to spend the night in thought. Yeah, so he just kind of like happens to lie down in the desert. For no apparent reason, he just kind of like sleeps in the desert. And happens to lie down on top of one of the Lazarus pits. And the mystical energy gives him a vision. Within his dream. Yeah, it kind of like tells him... Talks about death. Sort of foreshadows his his death later in the book with uh, some. And gives him visions of himself coming out of the Lazarus pit. Yeah, born yeah. Yeah. Yes, a vision of him winning against the demon. Yeah, and all the while he's naked. <laughs> That's a little weird. Yeah. So. He wakes up the next morning, feels he's as though he's had an epiphany. As he returns to the Sultanate, he learns that the Salim's son is still dying. He's getting closer and closer to death. 
So he instantly asked the Sultan to give him everything he needs to build the pit he dreamed of. He asked for every single supply, including poisons and acids. Yeah, all the chemicals that uh, make up the Lazarus Pit. They set up like a camp around the Lazarus Pit, put all the acids in it, and they were ready to take the, uh, the Salem's son and put it into the Lazarus Pit. And he said either A, it'll kill him because of all the acids and the chemicals, will just burn him to death, or B, uh, Become out a new man. Yeah, he'll be a cool dude. But uh, he comes out uh, definitely a new man. But he is a he's a monster for twenty seconds. Yeah, his eyes are yeah. pure red. He's got the spiral yeah, he's got in it. He, in his eyes. He looks smile. like a he's ready crazy to kill. monster. The art here is crazy. He instantly leaps out and attacks the physician's wife immediately knocks back the position. And so the sound son beats the crap out of everybody, but mostly uh, the physician's wife is killed by the murderous rage of the sound son, who just came out of the Lazarus pit. So uh, the physician's all sad. He's like, oh no, what happened? And the Salem pins it on the physician because he doesn't want his son to be responsible for the murder. Yeah, you can't see him as this monster and he's just instantly like, you have slain her. Let my son sentence you. He denies it with every single last breath he has, but he is sentenced to a whole month sitting in a cage with the corpse of his dead wife. Yeah, it's a little nuts. Yeah, he's... Oh, and like a bunch of other prison... Or, uh, like, I don't know what they are. They just said they were... Uh, yeah, it's just an encampment of prisoners. Yeah, a bunch of prisoners, but they weren't in the cage. They were on top of the cage, and they were like buried in, into the desert. So, after spending like weeks within that cage, he is broken out by the old lady's grandson, the one he tried to help when the slain son trampled her. And uh, he sort of realized that he was just trying to do good and he was trying to save his grandmother or ease her passing. So he saves him and just narrowly escapes to uh, the desert. desert. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on their own down the desert. Just venturing off. The physician literally has rat bites all over him from just sitting in that cage for so long. <laughs> yep. And uh, they, they have a, a pretty good idea on what to do. Uh, the physician decides that he would go see his uncle, who is somewhere, who's like leads a really bad clan of people who hate the, who yeah, have nomads. A, yeah, big grudges against the Salem, basically. That's all you need to know. So he takes a risk and goes over to them, hoping that he'd help him get revenge on the Salem for killing his wife. And they agree. Yeah. Let's see. He finds another place where the ley line is. 
by asking one of the nomads where more mystical energy would be around. And then he decides he must dream on top of it. And during this dream, he comes up with a plan to get his revenge against Selim. Yeah. And it's very... Uh, yeah, he plans on throwing him into the pit and letting the demon kill him. What? Wait, 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 wasn't it, um... He just threw him into a random pit with a bunch of acids, but it didn't have the mystical energy? Yeah. Yeah, that's we'll what it was. That. Yeah. So... No matter how mad his uncle deems it, he gives him what he asks and gives him a few men. A thousand armed men. No, I'm sorry, not a thousand. Gives him some men, and they go over, head over to the Sultanate. He arrives days later to find that the Sultan's son is sick again. So the Sultan asks him, Will you help me yet again? The physician takes this opportunity, obviously, to re-put him into the pit again. So he instantly starts repairing the pit, leading out all of the Sultanate's men all the way out to it. And throughout this, he sort of has like a, a nasty grin on his face, like he knows what's going to happen. Yeah, he's uh, plotting the yes, entire time. He's, he's meddling. And... Uh, he did. It turns out that the Lazarus Pit he brought the Sultan's son, or the, not the Sultan, the Salem's son to, wasn't the Lazarus Pit at all. It was just a bunch of green chemicals. Yeah, just and, making it pure acid. And there is a little panel here, and it's uh, basically his skeleton screaming and the eyeballs. His like, flesh out. just melting yeah. off of him. And him screaming for dear life, and yes. the Sultan's face just shook. Yeah. So, uh, uh, the physician's like, oh, this is all part of my master plan. And uh, he gets all his men. He gets all his men. And uh, basically, they slaughter all the Salem's men with the men he got from his uncle. Yeah, so. And there's a huge bloodbath. Yeah, everyone's just killing everyone. He captures the sultan in the dead body of his son and smacks them up tied off on a horse. He then he yucks a sword into the sultan's stomach as he rides off into the distance. Yep. And, uh... But he's not done yet. His revenge is still going. He's, uh... He plans to erase all traces of his wife and what happened to her. So she, so he takes all the men and burns down the entire city. All the kills all the people, burns down this, uh, the whole city, and tries to make it so that there is no history of uh, what happened to his wife. Yeah, and he just he kind of feels like a little bit of remorse by the end he just he doesn't feel like he's really accomplished anything he still feels tormented by it he's very wounded and he's kind of haunted by all this so he asks the old lady's grandson he saved to take him to the real Lazarus pit 
when he's yep. thrown in, he's born new. Yep, and uh, it shows the same crazy eyes that uh, the Salem son had when he uh, got out and killed his wife, and he goes around on his murderous rage. He doesn't kill anyone, just uh, hurts some people, and uh, luckily he snaps to his senses, and when he does, he there's like this statue that represents Bizu the demon. Like, he just walks over and snaps the head off and puts it on himself. Yeah, he must proclaim himself mightier than Bisu and mightier than anyone who could ever really defy him. Yep. Thus. So, it flashes back to Batman talking to Talia Ghul. He asks more about it. What went on to happen to them? It flashes ahead a few hundred years or so to when Ra's al Ghul was in England. Yep, Ra's al Ghul's dealing with his, uh, all his buddies and his, uh, I think, is that his brother? Or his, uncle his uncle and yeah, the old lady's grandson. Yep, and they're all still alive because they're using the uh, mortal Lazarus Pit technique. And the uncle starts writing about what happened. Which is how Batman knows what happened. Uh, and Ra's al Ghul gets pissed and he kills him. Uh, but the uh, the grandson of the grandmother is able to escape and run away. No, it's the uncle. Oh, no, no, the uncle. Yeah, we're switching up. Yeah. Yeah. The grandson of the old lady you saved got killed. Yeah. In his murderous rage after he found out that they were writing the whole entire story of what had happened. Yep. And then, um... Oh, yep, and... But at the same time, Razzle Ghoul gets set on fire, right? Yeah. So then, they, uh... He brings himself to the Lazarus Pit. His uncle follows him to the Lazarus Pit as well without him knowing. And that's how we know what the rest of the story is, because he was able to record it all and write it down. And that's how Batman knew what happened, and that's how Talia knew what happened. Uh, because it was all written down by the grandson, and... It was, like, kind of burnt a bit, so, like, Batman didn't get the full story until he heard it from her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because some of the pages burns in the battle between the uncle and uh, al Ghul. So upon this discovery, Talia pleads with him to please just let go of it, because... You know. Yeah, it, it seems like Talia's little, like, I mean, I don't even know what to call this. I think she has a little bit of a crush on Batman, so he yeah. doesn't want Batman and her father to fight. She just kind of wants her father to live forever, and then to be in a relationship with Batman. But then, of course, that can never happen. Even though they kiss right then and there. Yeah, which is a little weird. Then Ra's al Ghul himself shows up, and he challenges Batman to a fight. And it is pretty epic. They're basically like, yeah, we hate each other, so we're just gonna beat the crap out of each other. Batman wins. Batman's like, I gotta stop him because he'll just destroy the world. So they have an, yeah, like you said, an epic fight just in this thunderstorm right next to the Lazarus pit. Just fighting to the death. Yep, and at the, at the very end, 
uh, Ra's al Ghul is able to stab Batman with a shovel. With a shovel. After Batman already got burned by the Lazarus Pit and some fire, uh, he's, yep, so he's got a shovel in his chest and he's burned. Yeah, his hair and, is burned off. Yeah. He's it's standing an awesome, there like, like two panel page. Or like one panel, two page. He looks shot. like a standing corpse, right? Yeah. Now. He doesn't even look alive. Yeah, and he kind of just uh, tackles Raja Ghoul into the Lazarus pit. And by doing that, he kills Raja Ghoul and revives himself. Yeah. So, like, all the burnt stuff and the shovel is gone. It's because he got tackled into the Lazarus pit. Yeah, so all of a sudden, the pit's gone, there's just sand there, and he comes out. And within his own bat costume, he finds the head of the demon. The Bizu statue that uh, Razagul threw, destroyed uh, during the backstory. And then it's the end, and he's kind of just standing there naked yeah. in the desert. He's filled with savage joy for no reason he can understand. So there are some pretty neat Easter eggs located in the book. Right when you, early on in the book, it shows within the Bat Cave a giant penny, a giant Joker card, and Robin's suit. The giant penny signifying Two Face, Joker's card signifying Joker, and it's just Robin's suit, even though he isn't in it. There's a gigantic dinosaur there for some reason, but we. Don't really know why. <laughs> Decipher yeah. that. It's supposed to reference some other story, but we're not we don't so know sure. what it is. Yeah, but uh, some symbols we noticed in the book is uh, in the very at the very end during the epic fight with Batman and Robin Bull, there it shows Batman and he's kind of just like faceless. Uh, he took off all his uh, Batman clothes, so and it shows like as if like a shadow is covering his face and it kind of just signifies that even though he took off the costume he, like he's still the batman he's not he's not bruce wayne he's still like this super awesome vigilante who can beat up people uh, and another symbol that we noticed was the bat demon yeah. uh, there's like like they foreshadow Rajagul's death when he dreams whenever he dreams it shows him in the lazarus pit and like sort of like this evil demon that he's constantly fighting with and talking about death and all that so it kind of just signifies how batman is the bat demon and he's the one who ends up killing him in the end and then the uh the final symbol we found was the head of the bizu yeah for it. Yeah, that just signified like him becoming the leader of everything, like him taking over, eventually creating the League of Shadows, like him always just being the head of the demon. Yeah. And um, other than the Easter eggs, uh, there wasn't a lot of references to any of the other stories. I mean, I guess of the fact that it's Rosh Ghul and it's the backstory, but yeah, other than that. Uh, but the major theme of this story is uh, Rajagul's uh, grief and his pride 
uh, he, he's so torn up about his wife's death that he it needs, just absolutely wrecks him. Yeah, it changes him forever, and he needs to get his revenge. And he's so hung up on trying to bury the past that he ends up killing his uncle that he lived for like a hundred years with. And it just goes to show, like, you know, he goes from like this physician who who saves people, who actually cares yeah. about what's going on in their lives. Yep, and he's like, he's got this constant pursuit for knowledge. Um, and then now that he's experienced this traumatic loss, he's got to go through this bloody revenge, and go on a rampage, and kill everybody who did him wrong. So, uh, as far as this book's effect on the DC universe, um, is basically the effect that it just kind of answers, yeah, you know, wrong. unknown questions about Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, it's just a standalone origin story about Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, like, you know, how did he actually come to... Like, that backstory itself was never released before this. So, just to know why he does things and all his motives kind of helps readers, you know, like... Envision oh, what, why he would do that. that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I get why he went crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, why is... Why did that mean him? All this stuff. Um, so the story is a pretty good book. Yeah. So the story, eight out of ten. I think. Yeah. Dialogue and writing was a nine out of ten. I mean, I definitely think that uh, the art stands out here. Like, oh yeah. Some of the they have like occasionally they'll throw in some uh, two-page panels. There's one where uh, his. The uncle's men is going on rampage and killing everybody, and it shows. It's like each each page has its own color. Yeah. And uh, this particular color was just all red, and it was just two pages of redness, and everybody was being murdered. Yeah, right here. It's fire. Yeah, whenever people are dying, it turns like red and grim. But then, like after the battle where he killed that helped kill everyone in the Sultan's palace, it's all purple and dark. It feels all grim and sad. Yeah. More like morose. Like everybody's all sad. Like, oh, what do we just do? And at the very end, especially the color stands out because there's lightning and there's the Lazarus Pit. And like this, this two-page panel here is great. Like the art is crazy. You got the light. So the two-page panel of Batman standing up with a shovel sticking out of his chest uh, shows like I mean this, the details pretty crazy. It, yeah. it just shows shows Talia and Rajal Ghul's shocked faces. Yeah, the reactions are so genuine too. Yeah. And, I mean, also stick out even. Like, yeah, there's like no wasted detail, even on the burn marks, or even on like the skull of Bruce Wayne's face yeah. right here. There's like, you can see like the little white hairs sticking out that yeah. have burnt off of his head. Yeah, and there's like little some blood on the ground too, uh, where like all the dirt and stuff is. It's just like so clear. The art is pretty fantastic in this, I'd say. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna uh, give that a 10 out of 10 for this story. Art's crazy good. So overall, it was definitely like a 9 out of 10 kind yeah, of story. Definitely a 9 out of 10 story. Yeah. 
And that was our thoughts on Batman, the birth of the demon.